0: Hi, welcome to The Connected Generation. I am your host, Nikkei Anani, and thank you for joining today. Today's episode will be talking about thriving through turbulent times. And these are indeed turbulent times. How can we thrive in this season? I'm reminded about a year ago when we, my husband, the children, and I were. On a flight, on our way to a family holiday in Portugal. And suddenly we went through the worst turbulence experience of my life. I remember at the time I actually thought we were on our way out. (laughs) The plane was dropping vertically for seconds at a time. And it was like the pilot had completely lost control. My husband and I just grasped and clasped each other's hands very tightly and all i could do was just pray i was just like jesus please please let this be over soon and suddenly it was i think this whole experience lasted for like maybe 10 minutes but it felt like a lifetime as you can imagine And it was like it never happened, right? We got to our destination, we had an amazing family holiday and all that. And I was thinking the other day, you know, that what a lot of us are going through now as family business leaders is similar to that scary, turbulent journey. This coronavirus has taken us all by storm and It's been a huge surprise. Not only is it a health crisis, it's an economic crisis and potentially a crisis of emotions. And we've all seen so much change in our families, businesses, and societies. How do we deal with these turbulent times so that they don't consume us? But we walk out of the season thriving holistically emotionally, mentally, and financially. Thriving in our businesses and in our families. And Why is it important that we thrive? I say it's to show what we are made of. And what is that? That is that we are resilient. And when I think of resilience, I think of snapback or elasticity, right? So if we compare elastic bands to cotton threads, elastic bands, when subject to external pressure, they usually revert back to their original state. Whereas cotton threads will snap when you pull them apart, right? And what really separates the two are, is elasticity. And just like rubber bands we are emotionally resilient and our businesses are resilient and the resiliency of the jews really inspire me i'm just like i'm always inspired by jews they're one of the oldest religious groups on the planet and they've been through a lot right constant persecution wars plagues, disasters, yet when we think of them as a people they're so admired because they're so prosperous. And as history is being made, may it be said that we were a resilient people that did not shrink back in the face of adversity, but we rose to the challenge we learned from our past mistakes, and this adversity brought out the best in us personally and in our businesses. And I believe that as family businesses, we have advantages over other types of businesses as we're more flexible, we're more nimble, we're able to take quicker decisions compared to blue chips. And in this extremely disruptive, fast-paced economy we, we are in currently, This gives us a sharp advantage. And when we look at the statistics, a Harvard Business Review article showed extensive evidence from the US, Canada and Europe that family businesses outperform non-family peers during adverse economic times. So this may just be our hour as family businesses. And as I alluded to, this is very much a crisis of health Economics and emotions, right? And I came across this quote by Alex Chaffin that I just loved. And he says that when there is pressure and noise on an entrepreneurial brain, we freeze or we start making emotional and irrational decisions. When you freeze, decisions will eventually be made for you. The world will make decisions for you. Stay centred and make decisions from a place of strength, not fear. As entrepreneurial leaders, we're facing many decisions to make. And it can be difficult to navigate these when our emotions hijack us. Due to this high stress, high anxiety that we may be experiencing, it makes it harder to address challenges that, you know, we need to look at from a place of a sound mind and think rationally through. The truth is, many of us are grieving. And I said this, I had this conversation with my best friend that we're not necessarily grieving people. But we may be grieving our former world, our former lifestyles, our businesses, the way things were in the past, Right. And with grief, there are five stages. A lot of us will go through those five stages of grief with regards to this coronavirus. And we may go through it at different paces as well, which is the, you know, so we have to be patient with one another. And these stages are denial. No, 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 this thing is not happening. Anger. What in the world does this all mean? Bargaining or negotiation. Depression. And then finally, acceptance. And so what can we do in this season to thrive? Just as I said, right, it's like we family business leaders, we're going through an extremely turbulent season. Like I was on that plane with my family last year, right? And I believe that we are like the pilots driving such a plane. And when pilots are under severe pressure, they need three things. They need clear heads, they need bonded hearts, they need truthful lips. What does that mean, Nika? I'll get through it. (laughs) So, like pilots, we next-gen leaders, we need clear heads. What's a clear head? So, a pilot cannot be grappled by fear, but must be able to see opportunities to navigate past the turbulence to know when to emergency land the plane, for instance, right? So the pilot can't have a nervous breakdown at the wheel. And similarly, we cannot take appropriate action without clear heads. And the only way we clear our heads is to tend to our emotional wellness and our mental health. As we are under a lot of pressure in this season, and to maintain this clear head in the midst of the crisis, I believe we need a lot of self-compassion, self-belief, self-love. We need to get back to the basics. We need to eat nutritious foods, not foods that have ingredients that no one can pronounce, that look like they belong in a chemistry lab. We need to exercise often. We need to get decent sleep, back to the basics. And I often say that at the root of anxiety and depression is fear, and I believe that fear is like a bully, right? And most bullies are cowards. When you confront a bully, they typically retreat. It reminds me of when, um, at the age of nine, my family we moved from Nigeria to the UK, right? And I was a nine year old girl coming from Nigeria. Obviously, I looked quite different from the rest of, you know, white, Britain, (laughs) different hair, different accent and the rest of it. And so I stood out like a sore thumb and there was this girl that just started bullying me and I would just stand there and say nothing and just feel really awful. And then one day I just had a thought, like, why am I listening to this girl? Like, what's, what's the meaning of all this? And let me tell her about herself. And I did. I confronted her. And guess what? She retreated. She never came back to me to bully me, so to speak. Perhaps I became the bully. But that's not the point. The point is... (laughs) The point is, it's important to confront fearful thoughts. And speak back to them. Out loud. You know, through affirmations you know, um, confessions, you know, I am resilient. I am resourceful. I am creative. I always have solutions. No situation can overwhelm me. I will get through this season. I will come through this season stronger than ever before. You know, speak these over yourself. When you do this, the bully of fear speaks less often and less loudly. And this is not just woo-woo. There's actually evidence suggesting that from like MRI studies and things that um, the neural pathways are increased when people practice self-affirmation, right? Another way we can clear our heads is to seek help. One of the greatest lies a lot of us leaders have told ourselves is that we must be seen to be perfect, At all times. It could not be further from the truth. People don't expect perfection. They just expect you to be human. And seeking help is not a sign of weakness, but one of wisdom. And there have been several studies showing that leaders that demonstrate vulnerability increase output and enable courage. Leaders that demonstrate vulnerability are better leaders. One of my heroes, Brene Brown, in Dare to Lead, her book, thoroughly recommend, by the way, she comes to that conclusion. So, stay close to loved ones, talk to other leaders about what they're going through, seek community, it's important in this season that we get into community, seek support from professionals if need be, if you're feeling really overwhelmed. And the beauty of this crisis is there's a lot of empathy because it's very unique, right? There are very few things we can point to in the history of the world where the entire world is going through it at the same time, where there's nobody without exception that's not affected. We're all going through this, so there's a lot of empathy. Bonded hearts. What is bonded hearts? Essentially, trust and empathy. If we think about the pilots and the crew, The pilot gives the crew instructions and the crew need to trust the pilot's judgment, right? And implement those instructions accordingly. Similarly, we need to have trust and empathy with our employees, right? And there have been studies by Gallup earlier this year that said that leaders are looking for, um, employees are looking from their leaders, that they desire that their leaders are trustworthy, compassionate, stable, and hopeful. And in moments of crisis their needs increase even more. So we need to be particularly empathetic and demonstrate that to our employees in this season, recognising that they're going through a lot. It's not just about us and the business. And when we demonstrate empathy, the law of reciprocity explains that they are more likely to be inspired to contribute. This is Particularly important when we think of the fact that our employees have seen huge transitions, right? From face-to-face to to remote working with less human contact, having to deal with children, homeschooling, all the rest of it. (laughs) And the last thing we need is truthful lips. The pilot must communicate effectively and honestly with his crew and passengers, right? Oops, I said his, his or her crew. Because we're gender sensitive, right? A pilot need not be a man. <laughs> if he or she fails to do so, lives are at stake. And so the crew need to know when danger is imminent to implement those emergency procedures, put on your mask, wear your, all those, what's it called, life jacket, all those things, right? And so similarly, as business leaders, we need to communicate effectively and honestly with. Those that we lead. We need to fight off the tendency to just want to communicate when things are going well, when there's only good news. We have to be transparent and honest. In conclusion, I'll conclude with a story. A man spent hours watching a butterfly struggling to emerge from its cocoon. The butterfly made a small hole in the cocoon, but its body was too large to get through. And after struggling for a long time, the butterfly seemed exhausted and was just absolutely still. So the man thought, okay, let me help this butterfly. And got a pair of scissors and cut open the cocoon, releasing the butterfly. But the thing is, the butterfly's body was very small and wrinkled and its wings were all crumpled. The man was watching the butterfly like, okay, fly. You should fly by this point, but nothing happened in fact the butterfly spent the rest of its brief life dragging around its shrunken body and shrivelled wings incapable of flying because what the man didn't realize was that yes he was trying to help this butterfly to fly but the tight cocoon was nature's way of training the butterfly to strengthen its wing its wings by squeezing out of that tiny hole And I say all that to highlight that it is in the experience of struggle and hardships that we leaders develop strength and fortitude to address the challenges and surprises of the surprises of this beautiful journey of life. And as Elizabeth Kobler-Ross wrote, the most beautiful people we have known are those that have known defeat, known suffering known struggle known loss and have found their way out of those depths may that be said of us as we thrive through this season we are resourceful we are resilient we are creative to thrive in whatever situation we face because in this season our competitive advantage is our emotional resilience as business leaders. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and God bless you.